Pet Boss Club member Leanne DeSauer joins us today on the episode. She's an operations manager of Earthwise Pet in Liberty Township, Ohio. This is not her business. This is her brother's business, and she has been running it for the last three years. She was able to come in and take a struggling business and turn it all around. On today's episode, she shares some of her biggest lessons in this process, as well as just some great outlooks on how you should be spending your days. Welcome to the Boss Your Business Podcast, the show for the local pet business owner. If you have a physical building, carry inventory, have a team, or dream of having one someday, then this podcast is for you. You'll hear honest conversations from pet pros work in the streets of Main Street, where dog business is big business. I'm your show host, Candace Daniolo, the founder of Pet Boss Nation and a pet business coach. I've started, scaled, and sold three successful pet businesses and now help mentor thousands of pet professionals to see success faster together. I'm sharing my favorite business tips with you mixed with the latest secrets of what's working now, especially in this challenging world. So if you're a pet supply store, grooming salon, dog daycare, boarding facility, pet sitter, dog trainer, or really anyone covered in fur, let's get started. Well, hey, Leanne, I'm so happy to have you here on the Boss Your Business podcast. Welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. I'm excited. I'm really excited too, because I've gotten to get to know you a little bit through all the, the co-working sessions that we host in the Pet Boss Club. I, I love having seen your, even your transformation since you've been with us, but all those light bulb moments that always go off. And, and so that's one reason I'm excited that, to have you here. But the other is just that I think you're in a really unique place in your entrepreneurial journey of having the fact that you have taken over a business that was maybe underperforming and struggling and yeah. have had to turn it around. I love this topic because so many people in the industry right now are ready to exit, either have already exited or are ready to exit and they need to sell their businesses. And so right. I know there's going to be a whole new crop of pet business owners coming in mm -hmm. who are maybe going to acquire a business instead of starting their own. And they might face some of these same challenges that you've had to go through. Yeah. So I can't not wait for you to share your story and your journey with our audience here today. So let's kick it off. Let's, let's go way back, way back, oh, way gosh. back. Like, go back to what was the career before you became an operations manager of an Earthwise? Oh my gosh. Originally way back. I was an electrical engineer for 28 years. Wow. Yeah, about 10 years too long. <laughs> but not even that, but a female in tech. Oh yeah. That's part of the reason why. I'm not <laughs> oh, <interviewed. laughs> okay. Well, well, I applaud you for, for being in that field yeah. for so long and I'm sure contributing a lot of great stuff. Yeah, for sure. It, it was a good field. It just ran its course. Yeah. So then yeah. I, I got my degree in psychology and I tried the social work lane and that's a lot. I worked with kids and that kind of burnt out really fast because it's, yeah, it's, I mean, engineering to social work. Could you have picked two like challenging, <laughs> challenging industries? Now all of a sudden you're in the pet industry. This is must be puppies and rainbows all day long, huh? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's similar with engineers and kids. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So social worker and now pet store operations manager, what tell us more about how you came into the earthwise business. Well, I've always been a part of my brother's business, just doing marketing in the background or emails 
HR stuff, just different things. And I worked in the store, just retail for a couple of years, but I was in the social work field in my last job. And he called me and he said, how do you like your job? I said, I don't. <laughs> he says, Hey, why don't you come run my store for me? And I'm like, okay. So I was there two weeks later and now about three and a half years. Here I am. Here you are. All right. So two weeks, so two weeks after you were like really ready to make a switch and then you found yourself working on the store floor, probably having a lot of things thrown at you. So even though you had done like some marketing and some email, that's very different from standing on the floor and helping customers answering all those questions or knowing even what to order or how much to order all that stuff. Oh yeah. That is, it was a ton. It, It was definitely an overwhelming experience, the, at least the first six months. So just trying to get my feet on the ground and feel for everything. Yeah. And why did he have you come on full-time? Well, I think originally he just, he wanted me to run the store and he wanted to handle the networking part, but just some things in his life didn't allow him to participate anymore in the store. He just needed to step back. It was mm-hmm. just for a lot of personal reasons, I think. So then it was just me taking care of everything. And Mm -hmm. it was a matter of undoing first and then starting over. Mm, Yeah. 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 That's what you had to do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of things that there was some mismanagement through the years and Mm -hmm. just different things like that. And I dove in and undid some of the things that just weren't working properly. And that was like my first year was just to fix some things. Mm-hmm. So that we could get our feet on the ground pretty sturdy. Can you share what some of those things might have been? Because I think a lot of times people maybe who have bought a business, well, even if they buy a business and there's things that they get fixed, but maybe they started their own and they they didn't realize they're causing these problems in their business. What was it that you identified that needed to be fixed? I knew a couple things in the beginning that the the finances were. I want to say mismanaged or maybe not even managed at all at times. Thanks to you, I I identified the fact that there were no processes. There was just no processes, procedures. They were just flying by the seat of their pants kind of thing. Yeah. Like we'll sell this much and hope there's enough in the bank account when we go to write a check or (laughs) (laughs) pay a bill. Yeah. We want to pay ourselves. We'll just take a little bit here, take a little bit there kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, I'll buy this. I'm going to fill up the store, but oh, we don't have any money left for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It was, it was, it was in a pretty rough spot. We were actually talking about closing. Wow. Yeah. So that probably was a big, first, that's what you wanted to focus on first was getting your finances organized. What else might be, and really, truly, honestly, I'm glad you shared that about what the business was going through because I see that still happen now, even with businesses who've been open a very long time and who are successful, even maybe they're not managing their cash flow the best that they can be. We just had a conversation with some of our clients as well about somebody wanting, having big goals about where they want to move to and how expensive that might be for them to make that move that their business isn't, can't really support a salary that they haven't been taking a salary that could maybe support that. And I was like, well, how let's look closer at your finances because the reality is your business actually might really be actually be able to pay you better if you were, you know, really on top of looking at what's happening with your finances. And gosh, that is such the science side of things and the data side of things that isn't always the fun stuff and like that, <laughs> like that, but I'm really glad that you focused on that as the priority. And I want our listeners to know that so many people that we meet, and I'm sure so many of our listeners, like 
really haven't made it a priority because they're so passionate about caring for the animals and doing a great job and offering great customer service that 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 can be forgotten about. Yeah, <laughs> but it is important because you can't really grow without having that data and that foundation to ensure you're staying open. So I'm glad you focused there. Yeah. It, well, it's been the full three years I've been focused on the finances yeah. to some extent. It was pretty, pretty basic in the beginning, but boy, this last year I dove into all the details and it's really amazing what yeah. you can learn and how you can run the business better when you know all of the details. Yeah. And so you, I know have talked at our, some of our sessions about focusing on that section of our pet boss club member portal mm -hmm. and going into there. Can you talk more about what you've watched or what you've used? I think what we dove into first was actually the marketing section because of where our finances were. I don't think we've, we ever made a profit. <laughs> and so we needed to increase our sales. And mm. so that's where I dove in first. And man, your idea vault is awesome. <laughs> it, I tell you what, we never really focused on like bundling and packaging packages and stuff like that. And man, it's amazing how much your customers love that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 So, so and it almost doesn't feel like you're discounting so much because you're like, hey, yeah. instead of 25% all of our chews today, it's buy three, get one free. Exactly. <laughs> you know, they, they buy more. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, we said so we got that running. My niece is actually my assistant manager and I I would not be where I'm at without her. What's Jeez. her name? Her name's Lauren. All right. Hey Lauren. Hey Lauren. <laughs> How are you? Good job. High five. <laughs> and she does a lot of the uh, social media stuff and she's just brilliant. And she's so young to be so brilliant. I wish I was that brilliant at her age, <laughs> but she did a lot of that. And we just sat down all the time and had meetings and let's plan this out. What are we going to do? Followed a lot of your sessions that we had. The boot camp was amazing. Yeah. So that kind of got us started and fired up. And once we got that rolling, then it was, she took off on that. And then I started really diving into the finances and tracking everything. That was the one thing that you had said that was so important that you need to know where everything is at all times. And it was amazing how I could massage everything. And it was better than I thought it was. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. It, it was a lot. <laughs> My head exploded a couple of times. But yeah, it, it's so important to to know exactly where you are. So even though, because I know a lot of people will be like, well, my point of sale system, I can just log in and see what my sales are. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. only one piece of it. That doesn't really give you a lot. If you actually are in, the, get yourself into the good habit of sitting down and looking at tracking what was the sale, what's the total sales that day? Did I have sales goals already planned? Did I hit it, exceed it, uh, go under it? Had the whole week end up leveling out and performing? And yeah. then our cash flow tracker, I don't know if you've gotten into that. I liked, I personally liked that a lot when I, in my own business, these are things I, these are things I used in my own business when yeah. to get out of debt and curb my finances around was I had to look at this stuff daily to yeah. make sure that, okay, I need an extra $500 to go pay the internet or utilities or whatever next week. I better go hit that sales floor and sell, sell, sell. <laughs> exactly. It's true. Yeah. I, I watch everything everything from daily to weekly to monthly. It's hard to project when you don't have money to project with. Mm -hmm. And so that's been my biggest obstacle. Mm. But I think something that I mentioned, you know, in my outline was persistence mm -hmm. um, and positivity. And that, to me, that was, that was what tied it up in a bow because I couldn't let myself 
constantly think, oh, well, we didn't hit that goal. Oh, we didn't sell enough here. Oh, we didn't have enough. We had so many cancellations and grooming. And I couldn't focus on that because it can bring you down. Oh, yeah. It was can be like crippling and really the anxiety when there's no money Yes, <laughs> and, and we're just praying for that great sales day. And then it pours down rain or something happens and yeah. you're just, you didn't meet that sale. It causes anxiety and it can be really crippling. I'm glad that you brought up having not only the positivity outlook, but that persistence to know that it's got to turn around. Yeah. <laughs> it is exhausting. I, I won't lie. I'm not young anymore. So it does take it out of you, but I absolutely love what I do. How can you not working with animals? It, it was just a daily thing for me. I had to, and the persistence, you just got to keep pushing. I know there are days that you don't want to, but as it will turn around, as long as you stay vigilant and positive and. Are the things that you do, like they're like habits or strategies that you have? It could be. I'm ashamed to say this, but I'm, I've never been really a good organizer and good planner. But I do, I will say that having your tools have really, really helped me start understanding how to do that. I'm, I'm not quite 100%, but yeah, I got the planner and man, it, it just, it, everything is right there. As long as you take it one small step at a time, do the small stuff and then look a little further out and then look mm -hmm. a little further out, then it's easier. I have a tendency to just grab everything as a whole and then look at everything at once and then I get overwhelmed. So mm -hmm. I've learned how to take a breath and then take small steps and then and have it grow step by step to where I'm looking out at my entire year. So. Yeah. Yeah. But we have to really, as I say, you can't predict the future and we don't even as far as tomorrow in that worrying of, of I know that obviously as a business, these expenses are coming and and you do need to look ahead and plan, but yeah. in that moment, it's really about those positive thoughts, where your mindset goes, what you know you can control in that immediate moment yeah. and how you can take action on it. I'm glad that you bring that up to just really be centered in that and knowing that you're in the right place and that you've got the support there. I hope that the tools, right. what it sounds like the tools of giving you is it's like a foundation. It's, yes. it's some security of knowing that you have a guide of what you can control and should look at. Absolutely. And it's also so important to celebrate even the smallest wins. Like I said, I, I look at the very small step. Hey, we did so good today. This is the first time we've ever done this. And it's, that's what I was constantly looking. I talked to my team about it and try to keep them energized. We did yeah. really well today. It's okay if we have a bad day, but it, we're going to do it better tomorrow because we know what we need to do. So we celebrate the small, small wins as well as the big wins. Yeah. Yeah. I love that thinking about, okay, it might've been a slow sales day, but Hey, we had a hundred dollar sale. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like, I mean, exactly. I'm excited about that or, yes. or yeah, maybe it was slow, but we got a brand new puppy came through the brand new customer came in today that mm -hmm. we get to love on. Yeah. Those are all really great things. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. What comes after the word, but in your statements. Yeah. You yeah, know, because if you say something and then you say, but it takes over the first thing that you said. That's right. If you say the, the shortcomings first and then you say, but, and you put that positive on top of it. Yeah. So you don't want to end on the negative. That's right. Lesson number two, I have written down. So we are on a roll here, Leanne. You're just, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Remove, but from our, our vocabulary. That's right. When you think about how much the business has grown, like you've shared that not only have you built this incredible team since the time of your coming into this business and 
but you're also have experienced a 12% growth. That's amazing. That's so exciting because especially in 2023, because with inflation and the rising cost of everything and how hard it is to find customers, right? Customers, so many people are are choosing a lot of different options. They can get pet stuff in so many places nowadays. Mm -hmm. So for you to grow the business in 2023, still by more than two digit, well, it's 10 I always say, if you can get more than 10%, that's great. So growing it to 12, that's fantastic. Were there things that we go back and look at what might've been another great thing that you've implemented in your business that we haven't talked about? Do you feel like you've gotten more consistent with events or growing? Like what was it that helped you like grow the business? I really think the social media, really diving into that and being more consistent and posting more. And then we also, because our demographic is mostly women like 35 to 55, we branched out into TikTok and Instagram. Uh huh. Yes. We started doing some videos and a lot of it's grooming because my salon manager is really great at that. And she's always taking uh-huh. videos of everything. But I, I just think that being on top of that and being consistent with that and making sure that we post something like at least once a day, if not twice a day, mm-hmm. we've seen our analytics and our social media just explode in 2023. And that's just from June. Yeah. Know? Just for being so, consistent. Yeah. And trying, yeah. Do you feel like, so do you feel like it is translating into um, people coming into the shop and buying Absolutely. stuff? Absolutely. Appointments? Yeah. They're engaging more in the posts that we do. They're bringing in some of the ads that we're putting up or the promotions or the sales mm-hmm. or whatever. I think it's just trying to find every possible means to engage with your customer base. Yeah. To talk to them, to be seen, to help stay mm-hmm. be top of mind, stay top of mind. That's yeah. That's so important. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what we were missing because we got stagnant on that as well. And it's exhausting. Sometimes. It is. I was going to say, it's, it's so time consuming. That's why so many is. people don't do it. <laughs> it's true, but yeah. that's so important. You've got to keep letting people know that, that you're still there and that you're still doing great things. And yeah. And it, it is important. That's to me, I find that's one of the most important things that we need to keep doing. Heard before. And I, I like to say it again now a lot is that it's not our customer's job to remember us. It's our job to remind our customers why they should come do business with us. I like that. Exactly. Yes. That's what it is. And things change so much in our society. And I, I always talk about the cereal aisle in the grocery store. We started out with Cheerios and cornflakes. And now it's like an entire aisle of all different kinds of things to keep everybody's entry. Or their, yeah. You know. So it, it, you just have to keep you just have to keep reinventing yourself and, and finding new things to attract your customers. Yeah. Yeah. So if we go back to like, when you like advice you might have for people who are just getting into this business. So go back a few years down here, you're just coming into the Earthwise location and it might've, you might've felt really overwhelmed or didn't know what to focus on first. Could you give some advice to our listeners? I think what's kept me going is, is, just the, just persevering. You're going to have hard days and just push through it because tomorrow's another day. This day doesn't go well, you've got tomorrow. And so you, it, it'll get better. It really does. And, and it's going to ebb and flow. It's just the nature of the business, just persistence. The other thing is make sure that you make time for yourself. Don't burn yourself out to where you can't have that persistence in your business. I really struggled with that because I started out working seven days a week, 14 hour days, 16 sometimes. And I did start to get burnt out. And I'm like, whoa, I got to take some time because my brain is just fried. 
Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How long did it take for you to have that realization? How many months in were you? Months? Years? <laughs> years in? It was probably at least a year. I've spent yeah. probably the first year cleaning things up. So yeah, yeah. There every day, all day long, every. Yes. Yeah. So it, it takes a little while. And I think it also depends on what you're walking into, mm -hmm. but it's important. It doesn't matter where your business is. You have to reset. Another thing that I'm, I think is so important is planning. If, if you, it feels good. Because if you're just winging everything, you're so scattered. But if you actually sit down and say, okay, what are we going to do for this week? What are we going to do for this month? What are we going to do for this quarter? Let's plan it out as best we can. Obviously, by quarter or by year, you're not going to be able to get all of the details down because things change. Mm -hmm. But planning is so important. Have it written down so that you can just slide through it really easy. Well, I love that because it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't need to feel like this overwhelms outline and detail of everything. Mm -hmm. You just know that having something written, even if it's just for the next week is a start and it gives Absolutely. you that, it gives you that focus. Absolutely. Absolutely. I say this, I, I feel like I need to hear this right now because I'm of somebody <laughs> who completely overcomplicates everything all the time. <laughs> I'm, I am so with you. I'm, I'm actually I teaching myself right now. Yes. Big, I've got big elaborate, whatever. And it's even, we just had a team meeting at Pet Boss Nation today and it was just for Q1, right? We were like, okay, we're right. in 2024. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we have, we've got ideas for everything that we want to do, but we're not hyper-focusing that far out right now. So I, I also right. want to just make sure preface that because it's, even when you hear people say they start to get ahead, yes, there are some companies who can really forecast far ahead of what they know they're going to do. But I like personally the ability to be nimble and react to the things that are happening in the industry, but also in our own lives. Some of us have, I got to have a child now too. Oh, and yeah. so thinking about all of that. And, and so we can still look at like the immediate quarter that's ahead and what our priorities are going to be. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's don't sweat it. That's, it's just, you just go with the flow and do what you can. And, and if you can't in that moment, then the next moment will be different. Yeah. Next day is different. That's, That's right. right. It's sunshine and rainbows and puppies all day, right? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> That's what we work for. <laughs> that always reminds me whenever I say that, I'm like, it's always the people who apply for the jobs who are like, I just love dogs. That's yeah. why I want to work here. And you're like, it takes way more than that. That's <laughs> true. It is true. I think that's funny when I interview for employees and they say that I just, I just want to work with animals and especially in retail. It's not really, <laughs> you get to pet them coming in and pet them going out and but you do get, we do give advice on nutrition and stuff like that. So of course, of course. That's, yeah. That's, that's the best part of it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you know that our pet boss club membership is currently open for new members. We are accepting new members to the end of January and you've been with us now a few months. Can you tell everybody about your pet boss club experience? It's been fantastic. I can't say anything negative about it. I know that sounds really cliche or anything, but it's true. And I was really concerned. Can we afford it? Of course, because we were struggling with money and I just did it because I thought I couldn't do the whole year thing. So we did the month thing. And for right now that works for us, even though it's a little more, mm -hmm. it works for us. And I tell you what, I, I, I don't think that we would be here if it wasn't for all of the resources and getting to talk to other business owners or managers or whatever that are in the same boat. It's I've met some really neat people that experience the same things that we do. And it's just nice to have that camaraderie. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's so, nice yeah. to know you're not alone and that you're not the only one going through something. <laughs> yeah. I, t- I tell you what, and I, I appreciate your, what is it? Almost 20 years that you've been doing all of this yeah. stuff. And I tell you what, you've got a lot of great stuff coming out of your experience. You, you give, you gave me a lot of hope. Oh, so, <laughs> good. Yeah. No, I'm That's good. Yeah. I can't imagine being where you were and then being where you are now. <laughs> I think it's amazing. It's, it's really cool. Thanks. Yeah. I oftentimes like I look back, I need to reflect on that actually even more. I feel like so much time just can pass and you get so busy yeah. with things. When I do these, pre- I do presentations and I'll show the photos of my timeline. I'm like, oh my gosh, I look back yeah. and I think about those nights that I was just yeah, in tears in bed or tears at the bank. I remember we were so mm-hmm. overdrawn on our bank account and I was so embarrassed because it's like the local bank. I'm like at the, the banker and I'm like, <laughs> no. I'm just taking, I might've been $4,000 overdrawn on that account because we have wow. big bills coming through and I'm showing up with a thousand dollars in cash to deposit. And you're like, you're, you're just, no, the teller can see the total. And you're like, yeah. here, this is all I can do today, <laughs> you know, to get, make it good. And you go back and they would, they were like, it's okay. And I, it was horrible. And then but you can turn it around and I love that you're like oh just be positive and persistent I'm like it yes you have to have that but you also have to be strategic and make tough decisions and be really committed to changing because you can't do things the same way that you have been when things are like that you have to change and change is hard Oh, yes, it is. Nobody likes change. Nobody likes change. If they say they do, they're lying. Yeah, lying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, yeah, totally. But change, because so that same girl who was crying at the bank, but then I remember when I sold my last business and the amount of figures that were in that checking account when that wire transfer came through, I wanted to be like, ha ha ha, look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> you should. You should right. be very proud. Um, I'm not anywhere near that point yet, yet but we will be. Yes. Um, yeah. And I try to celebrate every, and I try to celebrate things that I do as well, because yeah. I'm, I'm so proud of my team and I let them know that. And I show everything that we've accomplished, but I also need to do it for myself too, and be proud of what I've done. And that's, I don't think that's being conceded or anything. I just think that you need to do that. You do. You do. That's a, that is so important to honor the moments that how, how we show up. And at the, I think it's great, even at the end of the day to think about how am I proud of myself today? Like how, yes. what conversation did I handle really well or decision that I, what was a good decision to make or yes. yeah. What felt good today about what I did. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's important. You have to mm-hmm. good yeah. stuff. Well, Leanne, I love to ask everybody the last question on these podcasts. And I didn't prepare that because the, the podcast is named Boss Your Business. Mm-hmm. I would love to know what does bossing your business mean to you? Oh, wow. For me, bossing my business is for most of my days, being really happy with what I've done and what I've accomplished. If I can, if I can look at my day and say, this was great and this was great. That's, that's it. We keep moving forward. We, we have wins every day, no matter how small they are. And mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that's it. Yeah. 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 Your boss on the day. That's right. That's you were right. in charge of that day and you nailed it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I love it. I love it. Well, Leanne, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. I just have enjoyed our conversation and look forward to getting to know you and your business even more here in 2024. Thanks for having me. I had a really good time. It was great talking to you.
All right. Everybody, we'll catch you on the next episode of the Boss Your Business Podcast.